Hello and welcome to episode two of the Gotta Look Up podcast. Love is a topic that I plan on covering on the Gotta Look Up podcast a few weeks from now, but given what's going on in the world, I moved it up in the schedule because I believe it needs to be discussed right now. Don't worry, it's a subject that we'll address again and again and is in so important to curing the ills of the world and there's so much to talk about on that topic. Part of my mission with Gotta Look Up is to focus on looking higher and more spiritually and providing leadership toward a better life path. Maybe discussing love today will help put the right energy out in the universe. I know I said in the first episode that I would try not to talk about politics, but I hear I'm in the second jumping right in. Today I'm calling out and challenging all world leaders. Your citizens do not want war. Your citizens want opportunities to live in peace and provide a nice life for their families. That is it. Why must you pursue a path of hate and destruction? We have countless examples in history of the insanity and suffering of war. You are weak if you bring this suffering and hardship to your people. I've decided to introduce a Thomism at the front of the podcast this week, and here it is. If only world leaders would realize that the greatness of their countries resides in the accomplishments of their citizens and not the conquests of their governments. So how do we as global citizens lead from the bottom? Love thy neighbor. A great man once said this over 2000 years ago and we still haven't gotten it right. So we need to try harder and do better. And it starts with me. How can I love my neighbor better? Maybe not by yelling at them when they cut me off on the freeway. Maybe by donating money or food to a family in need. Maybe by dropping off toys and blankets to an animal shelter. It's not that hard to add a little more love into the universe. Love. It is a four-letter word that, if properly implemented, can change the course of human history. Love. The world needs a big dose of it right now. There is too much war, too much division, too much hate. And the sad truth is, some people profit from division and hate or gain power from division and hate. But we don't have to play that game. Take their power away. Do not let them divide you from loving or at least seeking to understand your neighbor. Love is the real power. Love is the answer, not hate. Love, if all nations and peoples of the world agreed today not to teach their children how to hate, we would have a much different and better world in a generation. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8 states, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. In music, we are told that love is a battlefield and love hurts and love is a drug. All of these can be true, but the truest of them all is love is all you need. Love is contagious. Love is exponential. If anyone has ever gone through family turmoil of any kind, you will see people retreat to their corners and their perspectives and hold on tight to them. But a priest friend of mine, Father Brendan, gave me the best advice when involved in these types of situations. He said, Tom, do you want to be right or do you want to be loving? After several silent minutes thinking it over, I realized that when I'm focused on being loving, I'm usually doing what's right. And not only for that situation, but by my own interests as well. 
so I choose to be loving. I can hear Father Brennan's voice in my head whenever I'm involved in a disagreement or argument. And if you think being loving means that you get rolled over all the time, that would be an incorrect assumption. The power of saying, I love you. If you really want to catch someone off guard, tell them that you love them. Then stand back and watch them freak out. Now, I don't recommend doing this to complete strangers on the street, but that's up to you. I'm talking about saying I love you to the people that you are close to, that are important to your life, friends, family, and yes, definitely spouses and significant others. People want to hear that they are loved. It makes them feel important. It shows them that they matter. I have lost too many friends and family members too early in life. I wish they knew how important they were to me. I hope they did, even if I never got to tell them directly. It makes me wonder what was the last interaction I had with them. Was it positive? Did they know how important they were to me? What were the last words they heard from me? That question is a real kicker. And it is the reason why I do my best to remember to tell the people I care about most that I love them when we part company, just in case it's the last time we get to see each other. Disclaimer, sometimes I'll forget to say it. So if you don't hear me say it to you, it doesn't mean I don't love you and I don't care. It means I forgot. I love you. Three little words made up of only eight letters, but a phrase that holds so much power and emotion. Use it. Let people who matter to you know that you love them while they're still here. And while you're still here, it is not that hard to increase the amount of love in the world, but each of us has to summon the courage and the vulnerability to say these three words. The world needs more love and it starts in each of our hearts. Some quotes on love. Mahatma Gandhi once said, where there is love, there is life. St. Augustine said, love is the beauty of the soul. From the poet Young Pueblo, love is not, I will give this to you if you do this for me. Love is, I will give this to you so that you may shine. And from an unknown source, this one really hits home. To love someone is to learn the song in their heart and sing it to them when they have forgotten it. To end on a high note today, I'm going to read some of the lyrics from my, my mom's favorite songs written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David and beautifully sung by Dionne Warwick. What the world needs now is love. Don't worry, I won't sing it unless we want to organize some sort of fundraiser for charity. Here it goes. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. Lord, we don't need another mountain. There are mountains and hillsides enough to climb. There are oceans and rivers enough to cross, enough to last till the end of time. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. Lord, we don't need another meadow. There are cornfields and wheat fields enough to grow. There are sunbeams and moonbeams enough to shine. Oh, listen, Lord, if you want to know. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. Let's all pledge to make sure there's not too little love in the world. Let's start looking up and putting a little more love into the world today. If each of us concentrates on being more loving a little more each day, Hate doesn't stand a chance. Look up, love up. <laughs>